welcome to another week of this Black Girl Podcast. It is your host, Lola, aka Ola.Miss.Lola without the H on Instagram. I am joined here by the lovely Mr. As per usual. Hello, I'm in the background shuffling papers. <laughs> yes. Um, but I hope you guys had a good week. We had a pretty busy week. Now we're finally on the downturn. Well, you're on the downturn. I'm ramping up. Well, that's, that is true. I'm just saying shout outs to being consistent. <laughs> Her, we love a consistent queen and king. Um, but with that being said, let's talk, let's get into adulting, okay? We are grown-ass people, you and I, even though we do silly shit that makes us question it sometimes. But with um, growing up comes like outgrowing, you know, things, people, hobbies. Like, what are things that you used to love growing up that like you can't even fathom doing anymore now? Uh, the day I knew I became a man mm-hmm. was the day I had chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream and was like, all right. I'm done. Because I still love that shit. <laughs> I know you still love it, but I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, you know, it's definitely like, uh, it's like a snail, you outgrow your shell or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Like, for me, it wasn't ice cream. For me, it was going into Home Depot and seeing, like, the newest appliances and, like, the newest cabinet fixtures and going, ooh, ah, <laughs> I can't imagine a time when that wasn't you, though. Knowing you now. Wow. How dare you drag me? It's, I'm sorry. I could just picture a little six-year-old you just being like, well, let me look at the floor plan. No. No. Absolutely. Tried it. Tried it. The floor plan fetish did not start till I was at least... Hold on. I'm going to actually fact check this. When did the first original Spider-Man come out? True mathematics are happening Yeah, I have to. I have to. Even though I'm like low-key aging myself right now. Yeah, you are, aren't you? Um, snitching on myself. Okay, that was 20 years ago. (laughs) Wow. So it was when you were 12 or 13. You were a child. I was right. And that's on parentification. You are always a parent. Stop! I'm done. I'm done. Oh my gosh. I don't know, man. Something about those plans just spoke to me. It, it was like, it was like, I don't know, spiritual. <laughs> but no, for me, it was it was definitely Home Depot. Going through Home Depot, being into appliances, what features they had, the finishes <laughs> like who cares about the fucking finish the funny thing um, is is i still don't care about all those things i know you don't and i do i'm obsessed i only care if it has crushed ice <laughs> if mean, it has crushed ice i'm like it's a great refrigerator you're so silly oh my gosh. well okay well then when did you start to realize that you like were outgrowing people you know, like... That's a funny one. Yeah, for sure. For me, like, definitely the most recent one. Um, I'm not sure if I talked about it on the show before, but I might have. Like, we used to, I used to have this, like, uh, person in the circle of friends. Mm-hmm. 
And well, I guess they were a friend for a while too, so I shouldn't be that mean about it. But you know, um, but we had like this bad habit of kind of like antagonizing each other. Uh, okay. And you know, we would like just get very heated and like fucking yell about politics to one another. And it was kind of like, it was fine when we were doing it with one another because that was the thing we like to do, but it was kind of spilling over onto other friends. Yeah. At some point I recognized that like, this is just not a very healthy thing for me to do. This is not the kind of energy I want to put into my life. Yeah. And that was definitely like one of those moments where, you know, there wasn't a big comfort, conflict or confrontation, but I definitely recognized that like I outgrew this person. Because, you know, like, we would antagonize each other because we liked to do it. Yeah, you know, it was, yeah, that yeah. was, like, our thing. It was part of our relationship. That's when we would, like, get out of the relationship from one another. Yeah, it was just ragging on each other. Yeah, and then at some point I just recognized, like, oh, no, that's not really good for me and not really what I want to do, even though I like it. Okay, You yeah. feel me? It's like it's like eating chocolate cake. Yeah. You know, like, it tastes good. It is real good. For, it tastes real good, but it's not really good for you. Yeah. And at some point you start recognizing that and you stop eating so much cake. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that, that that's a very grown-up thing. Like, when you realize that your favorite snacks, that you shouldn't eat 12 of them. <laughs> you, know what it, you know what it is? I feel like it's really um, recognizing the fact that, like, you want both things, mm-hmm. but you can't have both things. You know what I mean? Like, you would love to be both healthy and to eat all the snacks you want. Yeah. But you can't choose both. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that transcends, like, just general health. That transcends weight. That transcends race. That transcends everything, for sure. You can't. You definitely can't have both. I don't know. I feel like for myself, I first started realizing that I may be outgrowing a certain subgroup of friends was when, like, going out late night to, like, the club did not was not it for me was not it for me and it was like a gradual kind of thing and I didn't even realize it like when I say I was a club hopper like catch me in the club Wednesday night okay on a Wednesday Wednesday night at the club partying till like 2 3 a.m she's got an exam tomorrow bro getting home (laughs) at 5 a.m oh no not getting home at 5 a.m getting home at like 3 a.m sleeping for a couple hours getting up and getting dressed to leave and go to work for seven Woof. okay and i remember that day because like so crystal clear because i got into work and I was a fucking zombie. My body just ached from being so tired. And I it was like that moment and that day where I was just like, I can't keep doing this. Wow. <laughs> and, and so I took a couple days off. And then I, I slowly started shifting from like going to the club during the week to just just on weekends. It went from just on weekends to maybe every other week. And then it went from every other week to like um, a steady-ish bi-weekly situation. And it went from the clubs to the bars. And then it went from the bars to, you know, once in a while going out late night for dinners with, with, with the girls, with the girls, you know, the girls, the gays, the days. And, um, and then it went from dinner to just nothing. <laughs> no, no, no. It went from dinner to lunch, lunch dates. <laughs> 
And the then the late brunch. dinners get, keep on getting earlier and <laughs> yeah, earlier until eventually it's just breakfast. And now I'm parked very steadily into brunch. Right. And that's my lane and I'm sticking to it. Definitely a good lane. Brunch is delicious. Oh my gosh, brunch is great. Brunch is great. But like, what I love about, about it is like, it's during the day and it's usually on the weekend. Those are the days most people are accessible. If you choose to not drink, you're not gonna get judged, which is great. And because we live in a, a legal city, if y'all, if you wanna smoke up or whatever, like who cares? Nobody gives a shit. Most people wanna smoke up before brunch anyways to enjoy the meals. So that's why I love brunch. I love brunch and I love just like, I don't know. I value my sleep now. I struggle to sleep. So now if I can get to sleep, I take that shit and I run. Yeah, definitely becoming an adult. Part of it is realizing how much of a luxury being able to sleep is. I'm telling you. Sleeping is great. Being able to just take a nap is amazing. Like, as a person who has struggled with chronic pain for years, I can say that like having a full good night pain-free sleep is like I could probably count on like both hands maybe like maybe one hand (laughs) so like if I could sleep and sleep good no questions no questions asked I mean that makes me a little sad because I thought you were improving lately it has been for, for the most part but like still exists Oh, okay, fair enough. You guess. know? But I, I'll say, at least for me, when I realize, like, I'm outgrowing certain people is when, like, you're not interested, you're losing interest in, like, you know, going out to the club. And I'm not dragging people who like the club. Like, go out, shake your ass for me, please. <laughs> like, um, but when you, when, like, that doesn't catch your interest anymore... And you're telling your friends and you're like, you know what? Mm, it's not really for me. Like, nah, I'm not going to come. You get to, oh, you're boring. Oh, you're boring. You you don't want to go out till 4 a.m. and have to get up with two hours left and you have responsibilities and a child. You're boring. You're boring. You should be able to go out till 6 a.m. and brush it off and, and take drink a Red Bull and keep going. For who? For, not me. Once I when when I hear the you're boring argument for when I put set a boundary, it tells me red flag, you're not a friend. Or at least a yellow flag that you're a shitty friend. Yeah, definitely a shitty friend. Yeah, I, I mean I definitely feel it. You know, people need people, especially when like when you're friends with someone, is like you should be willing to like just give them the space that they need if they need it. Bro, yeah, yeah. As a person who never understood that in my younger years and would sometimes be that friend to be like, oh, you don't want to go? <sighs> okay, you suck, whatever. But like at the same time, like I'm still going. If you want to go, that's fine. Like go off on my old friends. I'll meet new friends. Um, but like I, I would. There are people who like rely on you to be there, and if you can't be there, they they don't want to go. That's the absolute I worst. Hate, I hate those friends. 
when you have the friends who are like your friends because they want to ask you because they want to like ask you to drive them places and like oh. i i hate those friends it's like they're never willing to talk to you but then like a new movie comes out they want to see and all of a sudden they're sliding in your dms being like yo what's up how's it going child bye no no honestly that's one of one of the things where i'm like i'm so glad i don't have a car and like even and me knowing like if i'm gonna go somewhere and i'm telling y'all i'm going somewhere i'm not relying on no rides if i can find my way there i can find my way back if you want to offer a ride we get there okay cool but like i'm not relying on nobody one thing i hate though especially now that i'm an adult who values their time i hate when people are like i i hate like I hate it in my soul, and I know sometimes I'm still guilty of being late myself, and yeah, I hate you it. Are. No, and I hate it, and I hate it, but like, there's a difference between being like 10, 15, 20 minutes late, even half an hour late, versus an hour to almost two hours late. That's true. That there's, I've had experiences where like me and friends will be like, oh, we're gonna meet for nine, and it's 11.20, and they're be there in 10. And I'm like, what is this? And I like, I don't like it because a like, it makes me feel stupid. If that was the case, I would have gone on my own and met up with you there. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, I so like, I solely, I really, 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 really hate it. It's the worst. It's the worst, worst, worst. It just makes me feel like it show like at least for me, the petty side or the I don't want to say the petty side, the bitter side of me will see. Um, a friend show up like an hour to two hours late for something, but they're always on time for work. So the difference between me and your job is that your job pays you. So I have to pay you to be have some sense of value. No, thank you. Yeah. If I can't be afforded just basic respect, then I don't want it. I'm good. Yeah, that's definitely true. I, I also have friends who do that, and I also hate that. Yeah. Um, it's just very, like, if you're going to be that late, if you're going to be late enough that I could do something else in the time in between, just let me know. Yeah. Like, that's what I don't understand, too, is, like, do you really think you're that, like, I won't notice the time and that you're really saving face? Like, I, I don't know. It's a little... It's, it's a little bit like not only do I not respect you, I also think you're kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I'm just saying, and it's very immature, right? Yeah. So it's like we're all grown. If you have shit to do, just tell people you have shit to do so we can handle our own shit instead of waiting on you to figure out your shit. You know? That's also like the, the friends who flop. The friends who are like, yeah, let's totally do this and make plans. And like the day of, either the day of or even like the hour before or the two hours before like they're like oh actually i don't know or some magical illness happened or some something or another happened and they can't come like when i say i want to drop kick niggas to the sun i get so pressed i get so pressed because you know me and obviously y'all don't really know me, know me, know me. But one little thing about me, I'm gonna take time to get dressed because I like to turn out a look, okay? Right now I've been taking a break. But when I'm ready to serve looks, I take my time. 
and I and I, I turn it all the fucking way out. So if I'm turning out looks to go out with y'all and you can't even give me the common courtesy to say, guess what? Plans are changed or plans are canceled or I'm not coming. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Yeah, I'll say that I've never had. A f- I don't really remember a time where I've had friends or like friends consistently just like make plans with me and they just totally cancel or ditch without telling me. I've unfortunately had it happen. Um, a little more often than I'd care to admit. Woof. To the point that, like, I just don't make plans with them anymore. Because what's the point? Yeah. It, it, it just it just shows me that you're delusional then. Yeah, it's a little boy that cried wolf. For real. Like, actually. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's actually really, like, ooh, I don't like it. So, like, it's at a point now where if they're talking, like, oh, let's do something. Oh, we'll, we'll get together and we'll do this. I'll be like, yeah, we will. I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll entertain the delusion rather than which day, what time. I'm not even, I don't care to know because there's no point. Right. There's no point in me like gearing up. Also, it's like an emotional letdown. You're excited to see your friend. You're excited to get together, especially like, you know, we've had two years of not leaving the house, not going nowhere, you know, not really having access to do things. And now we can. And people are flopping. Like, no, bye. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll, I'll definitely say like that disappointment is super real. Like, I even have friends that like, you know, I went to art school, so I, went, I know a bunch of people that are not mentally healthy because they went to art school with me. Shade. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know, even when they, I understand they need their space or whatever. It's always like a bit of a letdown to just like have something planned, and then like even the day of, they're like, ah, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. Even if they give you, like, warning in advance and stuff like that, it's still let down, and that definitely sucks. Absolutely. And, like, as a person who struggles with anxiety, like, I have those, I have those moments where I'm, like, super, super anxious, and I'm like, and I want to cancel, but I'm like, no, this person is depending on me, let, like, you just have to pull through. And then I get over it, and I'm, everything goes fine or whatever, like, I don't know. I get this weird micro panic of, like, a bazillion things going wrong. Yeah, I get that. Like, I don't know. I definitely think that there is a wave and a trend in social media to kind of, like... I don't want to be like people need to stop stop being snowflakes or whatever. Yeah. But I definitely think that there is a certain, like... I don't know, like, uh, prestige to mental illness nowadays. Where it's, like, it's seen as, like, a good thing and you go, girl... Uh, whatever you like cancel for uh, plans with your friends or whatever because you don't want to I mean and, no finish your y- thoughts sorry. and sometimes I feel like it's just a little bit more complicated than that like yeah you don't want to do it but then you go out and you end up having fun anyway you know and that's kind of just like living life yeah I yeah. mean look, well, the way I see it is I there's nothing wrong with establishing boundaries there's a difference between you know your friends saying like hey, um, you know, I was thinking of doing A, B, and C. Do you want to join? Blah, blah, blah. We'll, we'll, we'll do X, Y, and Z. And the person's like, yeah, totally. I'm totally down. Totally going to do this. Blah, blah, blah. Adds to the plans, you know, it, it develops on them more. And then when the day comes, when everything's all developed, it, you're getting bullshit excuses. Oh, but the, wor- the worst flops or the anything. worst is when they add to the plan and they end up like doubling the price tag on the night out and then they're like oh, okay bye 
Bro, like, no, no, because then I'm fighting you at that point. I'm fighting you at that point because, like, I, I hate that. Like, don't, don't do that. Especially if you know, like, you're not going to, you're not going to do something. I can understand and respect somebody who's like, you know what? I haven't been feeling the best emotionally, mentally. Maybe if I'm up to it, but I can't give you any guarantees. Guess what? There's nothing for me to be disappointed in. Bye. Because you already told me what's up, what's going on with you. And I'm not expecting a couch session from every friend whenever we try to make plans. But if we're supposed to be friends, I would at least expect some sort of honesty. That's why I rate homegirl. Homegirl, I love her so much because she like she's socially awkward, but she's fucking honest. Mm. If I'd say, hey, do you want to do this? Her, she'll be, no. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's almost laughable but at the same time like i rate it yeah i rate it sometimes they may ask oh how come and i don't feel like it well well shit okay there you go yeah and i and I, in order for me to be a good friend i need to respect that but in order for me to respect the boundaries you want to lay for yourself you have to lay them with me right you have to communicate you know uh, that's why i love her firm now into infinity and beyond <laughs> uh yeah definitely for sure and i definitely feel like you know i think that the other side of this point is too is that if you're the kind of person that's like constantly backing out even for like good reasons yeah don't be surprised if people don't invite you out as much like friends also have the ability to choose to not want to invite you out to everything if you're going to keep on being weird and like bro absolutely and that like like i i know for us we had a few um, sets of like circumstances that blocked us from going out with friends. Mm. And and it was like a couple times in a row to the point that I was just like, oh my gosh, we're gonna look sus or they're gonna think I'm sus or whatever, or that I have problems or what. Like it was making me anxious because I was just like, I don't want them to think that I'm avoiding hanging out with them or making up excuses or blah, blah, blah. And you were the one, like, walking off the ledge being like, honestly, it's fine. It's no big deal. It's not that deep. Yeah. But I'm just like, yo, it's that deep. Because sometimes, like, I think that way. Like, when I'm always getting blown off by somebody or, you know, plans magically change or fall through, it makes me wonder, like, well, shit, do you want not want to hang out with me? And if that's the case, like, why are we still even friends then? I mean, yeah. And I definitely... That's definitely a hard part, too. You know, we're talking about, like, outgrowing relationships. Yeah. But sometimes, like, you don't really grow, but the relationship changes, and that means you can't be in it anymore. Yeah. You know, like, I've definitely had, like, I was friends with somebody, uh, and, like, at the time, we were, like, real chill. We are both kind of in the same, like, weird, quasi-hustle kind of employment situation. Mm-hmm. So we just had, like, a lot of times our free hours just kind of lined up a lot more with each other. We would, like, hang out, you know, smoke, talk, whatever. We're both into the arts and shit. Yeah. But then eventually, like, she she was a girl with a, with a real fucking temper. And, oh, okay. and, we, and held real grudges. Okay. And then one day she wanted to hold a grudge against me. And I had to be like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> this is over for me. Wow. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> like... You know, like the person you're dealing with, like when you're not in their scope versus when you are in their scope are two different people. That's wild. That's wild. Like, I don't know. I try to, I try really hard to be consistent with everybody. And I do understand that like, there are some people that I still semi-coddle. There are some people I do recognize I have to walk 
on eggshells around. But at the same time, the first time I realized I had to walk on eggshells in order to maintain a relationship with a friend, it made my brain click that like I should not be their friend. Right. Because like in my sense, I don't like having to be anxious around somebody who I'm supposed to claim as a friend. But even from their perspective, it was like, I'm not, I, I can't be a good friend to you. I can't be a good friend to you if I'm anxious around you, if I'm scared to be honest with you or have a certain like level of conversation with you. Yeah, definitely. I've definitely dropped people for similar reasons where it's just like, it feels like half the time, well, for me, it was like, I felt like a third of the time when I was talking to this person, yeah. we'd end up like talking the next day and they'd be mad about me for something I said that I didn't even realize was like a thing for them at the time. Like, I don't know. And it just makes me, it, it makes me realize, and especially with our relationship, it's like, if I can't talk to you about the real shit, then like, why are we friends? You know, like, it's kind of like when you're talking about with a work friend, like, when you realize, like, okay, a work friend who's, like, your work BFF, your Kiki, and doing the most chat-chat, blah, 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 y'all are friends until one of y'all get a different job. Right. And then you really see if you guys are actually friends. <laughs> and, like, it's funny because, like, a, a lot of people that I was very close to, or I should say in parentheses brackets, close to, air quotes. Um, we aren't as close. Like, do I have an, uh, an okay relationship? Like, can I call them up or text them and say like, Hey, what's up? Yeah, absolutely. But like, are we all going out for lunch and keeping up with each other? Like how we used to? Absolutely not. Right. Absolutely not. And that's like a different type of growth to not take it personal and just realize like, you know, people grow up, move on and have different moments and chapters of their lives. Yeah, you know, and that's definitely, like, part of it, too. Like, even uh, this first friend I was talking about where, you know, I just didn't want to have, like, that kind of, like, antagonistic relationship with somebody. Like, if you want your circle of friends to be, like, fucking jackass the movie and you guys play pranks on each other and, like, fucking punch, like, play games where you guys, like, punch each other in the faces or whatever, like, fucking more power to you. I don't care. Like, consenting adult, you're consenting adult. If that's what you guys want to do, then, like, go ahead and do it. It's your choice. Right. But, like, me personally, I just wasn't really that interested in that kind of relationship. Yeah, and yeah. like that's kind of what it just comes down to. It's not even like you don't. You, it's not even that you, like you don't like this person. It's just like I don't know. It's almost like going on a date. It's like you guys just like don't have that chemistry, and you're like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, and and like I don't know. I'm at a point in my life where like I prefer things to be hella chill, and people confuse sometimes being chill with being boring. And, like, I associate chill with, like, staple. <laughs> right. Like, I don't need chaos in my life. Life already throws enough chaos as it is. I don't need somebody who's claiming to be a friend throwing in a curveball just because they think the situation is boring. Like, don't do that shit to me. Well, yeah, it's, uh, you know, speaking of, like, maturing and whatnot, it kind of, like, makes me think of how... You know, like, most things in the world are not opposites. Most things are only opposites in the minds of man. Right. And, like, you know, when you're a teenager, it's like you're always trying to, like, pit something against its opposite or whatever. When you get older, you realize that, like, things can be dramatic as hell and boring. 
Yeah. Somebody could be flying off the handle and panicking over absolutely nothing that doesn't matter and is of no consequence. Right. In the same way that somebody can be like completely chill and nonchalant about something that actually really matters. Yes. You know, these things are not necessarily opposites. And there are a lot of people who like kick up drama just for the sake of kicking up drama. It's yeah. not even that like the drama's interesting. Or you know what I mean? Like one person's got like a principled stance and the other person oh it's just it's just dumb shit. It's just like well, you you yelled at me for a thing I really you you disagreed with me on something I really wanted to do and I don't like that, so now we're enemies. And it's like okay, cool. Well, thanks. okay, I put up I put a poll up on the Instagram page. If you don't follow it, it's at this black girl podcast. Um that put that like proposed a situation that said that um would you consider it a red flag for a woman to um drop a man um it or stop seeing them talking to them whatever off of the basis of being too nice or boring and i'm thinking to myself like i would think that's a fucking red flag because like i understand there are the quote-unquote nice guys of men who pretend to be nice just to get what they want and i can understand that level of like being worried and concerned but like if there is a guy who's like emotionally stable and intelligent who's kind who's generous with you know generous who's sweet thoughtful all of these nice um you know qualities that women claim to like i would find it really weird or peculiar for a woman to be like, oh, I don't want to talk to him no more. He's he's too nice, so he's boring. Like, why do you want to fight your man so bad? Yeah, that is a question you should ask yourself. Why are you looking for a fight so much? Yeah, like, why are you looking for drama? Like, I've had friends that are just like, oh, my life is so boring right now. I need to I need to do something. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Like, what is, like, you're, you're paying your bills. You're looking after your family. You're handling your job. That's stable, not boring. (laughs) I mean, it's just the problem is is that people will look at those things and be like, oh, well, my life has gotten boring because of that. It's like, no, it's gotten boring because you stopped putting effort into it. I mean, that too. You know what I mean? Like, if you want your life to be more exciting, like, I don't know, go out to restaurants and eat. Like, go, go to the museum. I don't know. Like, do something. Yeah, find something to do that's not fucking chaotic and destroying your household or, yeah. you know, destroying your friendships or relationships for sure. For sure. I don't know. I just feel like uh, like some people need to seek out chaos in order to feel like, like, or to feel like, I mean, some people need to be overwhelmed in, in either work, uh, dating, family life. They need to be super, super, super busy. And I was just, and it makes me now at an older age be like, why can't you sit still? Well, yeah, honestly, like, that makes that makes sense to me, like sitting back and thinking about it, because like that was me for a while, for sure. Like I grew up in a more chaotic household and it's like when you're used to chaos, you're comfortable in chaos. And that's why you seek it out. You know, yeah. when things get too calm that's when you end up getting the jitters and that's like when where you're, you're like the other shoe will drop yeah and so you kind of end up looking for a way to make the other shoe drop just to give you like the catharsis and relief of waiting for it it, it, it reminds you kind of like um was it like stephen king stephen king spent said that he spent a lot of time after he kind of got famous for his books like 
worrying night and day that somebody was going to come and be like, oh, turns out you're not good at writing. We're taking all your money now and just like walking <laughs> away. And like he recognizes that's like really dumb and impossible now, but like imposter syndrome is super real. Yeah. I don't and, know. Like, sorry, sorry, finish your thought. No, no, I'm just saying like, you know, humans are very adaptable and like they adapt to their surroundings and that's not always a good thing. Yeah. I don't know. Like I've, I've definitely had like moments of chaos. I definitely can keep up. I feel like I've spent a lifetime on go <laughs> and I've never necessarily had an opportunity to like pump, pump the brakes and actually slow down and stop until like now. But the problem is when you, when you kind of, and people talk about it a lot, when you leave that, like that adrenaline, high adrenaline, high stress kind of like zone and your body actually gets a chance to like come down from that, your body just like shuts down. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I feel definitely. like that's the There's... phase I'm going through right now where my body, my body shut down and now it's like restarting. Yeah, I definitely understand what you mean. Like, for me, there are some days where I pulled, like, not just an all-nighter, but too many all-nighters in a row in school. Yeah. And then, like, you you go to bed, you get a proper night's sleep, and then you feel like shit. <laughs> you feel me? Like, when you're kind of, like, in that, like, state of shock, and you're, like, riding all the chemicals that your body produces to let you, like, keep going through wild situations. Mm -hmm. But then, like, that stops, and your body's depleted, and is like, no more for a while. And, like, it needs to go into hibernation, and then you feel, like, extra shit. Well, here's the thing. It's so funny. Okay, so I went on... I forget how old I was. Was this high school, or was this elementary school? I can't remember. I think it was high school. Had to be high school. Um, yes, I believe it was high school. I went on a trip, and it was, like, an overnight, like, I think two or three night trip with, like, a class for, for some reason or another. I can't remember what was the purpose of it. But, like, we had a good time, you know, with people have responsibilities. We were cleaning up, there's playing, there's doing all types of stuff, there's bonfires, there's this, there's that. There's a whole bunch of stuff. It was a great trip. I don't think I really slept much, but, like, I came home that night or that afternoon, I think I went, I was like 5, 5.30, I'm like, I'm tired, I need to go to sleep. And like, my, my mom was like, yeah, sure, go to sleep, bye, whatever. I went to bed, I woke up, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I feel good. Oh, or and I looked outside, I'm like, oh, it's kind of dark, like, how long did I sleep? How, I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. I go, and this woman looks at me like she saw a fucking ghost. She's like, are you okay? <laughs> she screamed at me, are you okay? And I'm like, why are you screaming at me? Yeah, I'm fine, why? She's like, it's Saturday. And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like so confused. I thought I slept for like a few hours. It was eight o'clock. Why was it like 9 p.m. the next day? Wow. I, I slept all night. And all day to the next evening. I didn't know I could sleep that long. I've done that before too. I didn't know I could sleep that long. And I don't think I've ever slept that long ever since. There have been so many days. There have been so many days for me where I'm just like, I'm feeling good. I'm going to do great. I'm going to go lay down in bed for a while. It's 2 p.m. And then I wake up at like 7. Oh yeah, you do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you do You love sleep. I, it's a luxury. I don't know how you had any nightlife with the way you love sleep. I didn't. 
I'm just saying, the clubs never grabbed me the way they did grab you. Oh yeah, they had me in a chokehold, man. Telling you that BPM. But the one thing now I will I will say before we even like wrap up, when I encounter people that aren't quite, um, I'm gonna say as adult <laughs> as myself or you are. Like, I don't, I, I feel bad because I shouldn't have to say it like this, but it feels like there's like a, 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 a fog of delusion. Like, especially with the floppers, the ones that are like, yeah, yeah, totally going to do this, knowing full well that they ain't going to do shit. Like, I'm at a point now where I see and recognize their delusion. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I, I definitely I definitely do know what you feel like. I've definitely talked with friends about how like, you know, more about like generational curses and stuff like that. Like yeah. sometimes you look at people who are like kind of stuck in their ways. Yes. And you look at them and you're just kind of like you feel bad because it's like, wow, you're gonna be in this loop until you're in the grave. Like you're just gonna <gasps> spiral down on this until you're in the ground. And, and I like, hope not, because I see I, I have people like that that I see that too where it's like they just perpetuate the same cycle and it's it's sad and it's scary because like <clears throat> sorry they'll have moments where they're like oh well what can I do what can I do and like I already learned during two loops ago don't give advice I already gave the advice they don't want to listen that's their business but <clears throat> Um, I don't know, doing stuff like going to therapy, recognizing your 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 part to play and why things aren't the way you want it to be. Yeah, oh, the biggest recommendation I can give to anybody is just do your best to put yourself in a situation like where you can succeed. Don't even worry about what the success is. Just put yourself in a situation where you're like healthy, well-rested, with a roof over your head, food on your table, and then start worrying about the shit you want to do. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Like, because even even I didn't recognize how much of like my brain power every day was being racked just worrying about like finances, yeah. keeping money in the bank until eventually I got like a real ass. Until eventually I got like a better-paying job, and that start stopped becoming such a problem for me. And then it was like, you know, a fog lifting. It was like you saying, it's like the delusion is gone or whatever. Well, it's not even a delusion. It's just like, with finances, I feel like it's a little different. But I also feel like it becomes a delusion when you don't, when you're still doing the same shitty things that leave you broke. And then wondering why why you're broke. Right. You know, and that's like the same thing with certain people's actions. It's like they do the same shitty things and then they're like... Well, why isn't things working out for me? And it's like, because you keep doing the same shitty behaviors. Well, yeah, loop is like a good word to describe it, right? Because it's like, there isn't a goal to the way that people move sometimes. Yeah, well, some people have, like, some people may have a goal, but they're afraid of changing things because of either failure, um, you know, things not working out the way they want it to be, they feel like it might be a waste of time. See, but this is like, this is what I mean. I feel like there's that's that means they have a dream, right? Like a yeah. goal is actionable, at least to me. Like a goal, there's a thing you want to do and you know how to do it and you just have to do it. 
Right. You know, it's not it's not necessarily as much of like a process of discovery. It's plan. It's like planned action. Oh no, for sure, and I and I, I agree. I believe that like some some goals can be actionable, but again, I feel like they 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 put it on a pedestal that's so far and out of reach that they have this like you said this delusion or illusion of grandeur of achieving their dreams and that's like romanticized so they don't even step foot close to it because they don't want to crack the illusion well the the realty is that a lot of the times people will do it as a way to like you know, before I was saying, like, you live in a chaotic situation, and so, like, you kind of go searching for chaos just to, like, relieve the tension because you assume the other shoe's going to drop. Yeah. There's a lot of times where people will be stuck in their situation, and they'll, they won't want to admit it, but they're comfortable. And so, in the process of alleviating the discomfort of, like, not wanting to admit that the shitty situation they're in is where they find themselves most comfortable. Yeah. They end up doing these crazy plans almost as a way to just like let the let the air out of the valve for a little while they'll like do their crazy plan be like oh well it failed well i did something for a while so i guess that was good enough then that's all just an excuse so that they don't feel bad about like sitting back into their into their comfortable place and just going back into the loop yes you know it's it's like performative incompetence but like not for your partner but for yourself And, like, it can be hard because you have to find out you're doing that to yourself first. Like, even me, as someone who knows this is a thing that people naturally want to do, it's not even necessarily like you set out to do it, like, here's some of the fairy shit. It's just almost like a natural behavior for people. Mm -hmm. I'll know that I do that to myself. Yeah. You know? Like, and I won't even necessarily catch myself doing it until I'm doing it. You know? Like, uh... Shoutouts to all the YouTubers out there, but all of these like uh, creative courses or whatever. That was like that's like the perfect example of like doing something that you know you're not gonna do anything with, but feels productive when you're doing it. What do you mean? Like you kind of like some of these courses like Skillshare or whatever. Yeah. Like the course can be good, but if you're just gonna sit back and watch it and then not do anything with it still scratches that productivity itch mm. but it's so low effort and lets you just stay comfortable in your level and where you're at okay i i kind of I, I i get it i definitely get it i don't know it was making me think i'm like well what do i do that's like that but like i don't know i don't want to say nothing because i'm sure there's something <laughs> i can name something right now what you love to over plan parties Okay, that's fine. That's fair. That's but, definitely something you like to do. You'll like you'll have a perfectly good thing going on. Yeah. And then just to make yourself feel extra productive, you'll throw in a few extra projects. Yeah, I do that sometimes. And then you'll let it scrap with them by the end anyway. Well, like here's and the thing. And then you're like, I yeah, but those ones turned out. But like admitting to yourself that you're only gonna have two desserts and not three desserts is unacceptable to you. But then you'll end up being like, okay, I don't want to do the third dessert because there's no time. And then like be like, oh, it was great. I did two desserts and it was awesome. I'm dying because that's true. <laughs> that is so true. I'm dying. Um, I was going to say, though, I'd rather have too much than not enough. So like if that's my weird justification for it, that's it. But I'd rather have too much than not enough. I'd rather over plan and have to scale down than under plan and rush to scale up. 
So, and that party was good. That second one doesn't <laughs> sound like a thing that happens very often, but okay, you know well, we'll plan for the first one. Yes, plan for the first one. Okay, I boy scouted. Either way, the party was lit. It was good. They had a good time. Yeah, it was cute. That's all that matters. Okay? It was definitely cute, but I'm just saying, like, there was definitely, like, you know what it was? It was being in school and being on a tight schedule and, like, doing art and painting. Yeah. Because painting and doing art, there's definitely times where you don't even recognize that you're just, like, spinning your wheels and, like, you're doing things, you're going through the motions, but you're not actually doing anything productive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, people do that all the time. Some people do that for, like, most of their life. You know what I mean? They're, they're mostly doing that. They're not really doing anything productive. Mm-hmm. But they're doing something that's, like, big and flashy so they can feel like they're doing something. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I would say, like, and, okay, one last comment before we wrap this up that I was going to say. One piece of advice to people who are going through the growing pains of growing up and being an adult. Um, the one tip I would say for me personally, from me to you, is um, be prepared to look inwards. Because everybody likes to look outwards and be like, oh, well, that person ain't shit, and that person's like this, and that person's like that, and blah, 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 blah. Everyone is very, like, aware of their own, of other people's faults. Like, look inward. Look at yourself. Look at what you can work on, what you can improve. Think about things that you're not necessarily happy with and even the first step, even if it's very small to improve it, like take that step for yourself. For sure. And I definitely feel like part of the problem with self-improvement and like not spinning your reels is sometimes the best stuff you can do for yourself feels really underwhelming and feels like you're doing nothing when it's actually the best stuff for you yeah especially when like you're so used to chaos and chaos has a way of being very vibrant and flashy and sucking all your attention Mm -hmm. so it almost feels like when like oh if i'm gonna make a change because things have been chaotic and changing for the worse you kind of believe that like oh it needs to be this big groundbreaking thing and the change should be like valid yeah but like realistically like just telling yourself that you're going to start meditating 10 minutes every day can be a big change in your life, even though it feels like not the biggest thing you've ever accomplished. Well, yeah, you start small because if you can implement smaller things, it helps make like the bigger things be easier. Because like if you can break something big down to like smaller and smaller components and start piece by piece, you'd be surprised how with time... It just, you know, becomes a new habit and a new lifestyle altogether. For sure. And yeah, definitely. So, but with that being said, thank you again for joining us for another week. I hope y'all learn to grow up. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, all y'all, all y'all learn to grow up. So funny. Um, but with that being said, I am your girl, Lola. You can find me on Instagram at ola.miss.lola without the H. Or make sure to follow, like, share, and rate this podcast. Um, our Instagram page is This Black Girl Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at This Black Girl P. Um, and you can also follow the mister at pretentiously crass if you choose so he don't post really so i haven't posted <laughs> i've done like one post in 2021 guys <laughs> um but with that being said thank you for joining us for another week um have yourselves a good one take care drink water meditate 
yeah. grow up slowly but surely blossom flourish and with that being said bye, bye.